welcome to you, me, and TV. I'm Mike. I'm Gia. And today we're going to be talking about our favorite Christmas episodes of TV shows. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas, Gia. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to all of you, the uh, the Dupree's out there, the fans mm-hmm. of you, me, and TV. That's what we call them. Merry Christmas, Dupree's. Excellent. <laughs> well, hey, look, if you're new to the podcast, if this is the first episode that you've ever listened to, Awesome. I don't know mm-hmm. how you came across us, but that's fun. But this yeah. episode's a little different. This is a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. And just like we did around Halloween and Thanksgiving, we're going to be taking a look at 10 of our favorite holiday episodes. This time, Christmas and New Year's types of episodes mm-hmm. here. And uh, Gia, uh, this is exciting. Yeah, it is. And I love Christmas. I'm a, I'm a Christmas boy. That's you know, what your mom says about My mom you. always says, uh, oh, he's a Christmas boy. Is uh-huh. he still a Christmas boy now is what he says to you. Yeah. And I am. I'm not totally sure what that means. It means I love the holidays, the Gia. <laughs> Christmas, it's it's a wonderful time of year. It is. Um, I'm on break. I'm you know kicking back, relaxing, watching some TV, and that's mm-hmm. what this list is for. What what can you watch around the holidays? Maybe the whole family's over, and you could say, oh well, hey, let's just uh, fire up Netflix and watch this Christmas episode. Yeah, because maybe you already watched all your favorite Christmas movies a million times. Oh man, or... like Home Alone and the Santa Claus, which are all on Disney the Plus. The Christmas Prince. It, well, yes, the Christmas Prince Three, I think, just came out. <laughs> yeah, I think it did. The Royal Baby, mm-hmm. I think, is what's going on there. Mm-hmm. So. uh yeah, this is um, this is fun, and you know we've this is we've been doing podcasting for about a year now. Yeah, we recorded our first episode around this time last year. Yeah, it's our podcast anniversary. That's a word I will mm-hmm. take it. <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah, thanks for checking us out, and um, but let's get let's get into it. Let's just dive right in. But before we do, Gia, what do you think makes a good Christmas episode of a TV show? Oh man, um, I like to see the whole cast all together. Yeah. Um, get the whole gang together. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's something nice. Um, do you, do we need to learn the true meaning of Christmas? No, I don't. Okay. Think, I don't think we do need to learn the true meaning of Christmas. I'm okay with um, shows where Christmas is just kind of going on in the background. It's just kind of happening. But it's a good, solid episode. Just so I guess the Christmassy content uh-huh. is less important to me than just having a solid like funny episode or if it's a drama so you want a uh, christmas episode advancing episode you want one that you could watch at any point in the year that's that's because i will oh yeah because we binge it and yeah i'm not gonna skip Mm -hmm. over the christmas episode yeah i watch all these things all the time i agree with that i think too with this list so we're not saying these are the greatest Christmas episodes no. of all time. Uh, we are saying these are some of our favorites that we like yeah. to revisit over and over. And they include some New Year's episodes as well. Yeah, and a couple of them, I think, are episodes that a lot of people have probably seen and are pretty well known. But some of them are ones a some lot of people of have not seen. Some are very obscure. Yeah. Well, I don't <laughs> know if they're that obscure. They're a little, they're maybe not what you would think of uh, yeah. when when we're talking about a Christmas or holiday episode here. So yeah. I think it's a little fun. And some of these two are not things that I've watched over and over and over. But looking back, I was like, well, where's the Christmas episode of this show? It's like, oh, I, mm-hmm. I like this a lot. This is a good episode. I could, yeah. I could get into this. So uh, these are in uh, no particular order. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, let's start it off. And the first one we're going to talk about here, and we're going to kind of breeze through these because we don't want to give away everything of these Christmas episodes. We want you to go enjoy them with your friends and family. But the first one we're going to talk about is The Office. Mm -hmm. So 
There are a lot of Christmas episodes of The Office. Mm-hmm. There's the one. Lots of good episodes. Lots of good ones. Good Christmas episodes. There's the, mm-hmm. uh, the old Yankee Swap episode. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the episode title. I think it's just called Office Christmas Party or yes, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to be confused with the uh, movie Office Christmas Party, which is not very good. Uh, but uh, there's uh, Classy Christmas, yep. a little bit of a later one. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some other ones in there as well. But the one we're going to talk about, which is our favorite and one of my favorite episodes of The Office is... A Benihana Christmas. Yeah. Season three, episode 10. And it aired December 14th, 2006. Where can we find that, Gia? It's currently streaming on Netflix. Currently streaming on Netflix. All right. I'm going to read the episode description here. Okay. It says, trouble among the members of the party planning committee results with the office having two competing Christmas parties, but Michael isn't interested in celebrating because he has just broken up with his girlfriend. I love any episode of The Office that's about the party planning committee. The party planning committee, this is the rival (laughs) party planning committees now going on in this episode, because this is season three, and the Mm -hmm. offices, they've merged. You've got Stanford has come over and merged with the Scranton branch. Andy in this episode, Karen is in this episode. Is anyone else still there after the merger? I think that might be it. There is the one woman uh, in there. Oh, the the one who's like breastfeeding her child during, during during this yeah <laughs> and um and so yeah i i love this episode one thing okay so first off this the runtime on this episode is like 42 minutes or something mm-hmm. and there's a lot of episodes of the office that run about that long because mm-hmm. they ended up giving them an hour and i think it's just amazing that there's like it's so funny that it's like yeah. an hour-long comedy because you don't really get those you get like hour-long comedy dramas sort of but mm-hmm. it's just like this is just consistently funny for for 42 minutes mm-hmm. i love it um what else about this episode well i think what my, stands out my favorite part of this episode is at the very beginning and that's when um michael breaks up well he gets broken up with by his girlfriend carol well maybe he gave her a nice uh little gift or well a card a christmas well, card was it, it was the christmas card that he sent out yeah that, that has become an issue between them <laughs> and it, that's because um it's a card of him and carol's two children on a ski trip and carol yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Well. What's the issue? <laughs> he never went on a ski trip with Carol and her kids. She went on that trip with her ex-husband. Well, how'd he get in the photo then? He photoshopped himself into it. <laughs> so Carol finds that very disturbing. Carol, by the way, is played by Nancy Carell, Steve Carell's real life wife, which is fun. He says uh, after he gives it to her and she's angry, she's, he's, he's like, I was always there with you in your heart, though, in your heart and, and next to your kids. Yeah. <laughs> And she's super creeped out by that and breaks up with him, um, which kind of sets the tone for the rest of the episode because um, Michael Scott is very disappointed um, and sad because he thought he had a girlfriend and was going to... Well, he was going to take her to Sandals, Jamaica. He was going to take her to Sandals, Jamaica for Christmas, all expenses paid. Yeah, and as you mentioned before, (laughs) things that uh, advance the plot are really good. Sandals, Jamaica plays a pretty big role later on with Jan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. (laughs) When he ends up taking her instead. Mm -hmm. So Michael does spend the rest of the episode kind of pouting and um, trying to find somebody else to go to Sandals, Jamaica with. Um, Well, what's the best place to find a woman? Betty Hanna. Betty Hanna, right? <laughs> Was Hooters yeah. closed? Did they address that in the episode? Because um, they usually go to Hooters. Well, it's Andy's idea to take Michael out to cheer okay. Because Andy is always kind of trying to like um, get on Michael's good side. Mm-hmm. And um, he, when he says he's taking Michael out, Michael's like, where? Hooters? And 
Andy's like, no better Benihana. Um, so I think Michael's a little disappointed that they're not going to to Hooters. There's some fun stuff when they're at Benihana too, where because Benihana, like a lot of those uh, Asian, you know, Japanese steakhouses mm-hmm. where they cook where they in front cook of you, table. you end up sitting with other people. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, isn't it like Dwight ends up sitting way at the other end, and they're all oh, there's yeah. like a family in between <laughs> them, and they keep trying to say things to Dwight and he's not quite getting it and yeah uh, or and Jim's I like think shouting Jim is the doing wrong it stuff. on yeah. purpose trying <laughs> to um get get Dwight to say something ridiculous in front of these other people which he does and that's a great gag yeah there. <laughs> uh, another interesting thing that happens in that episode too is that uh they do um flirt I guess with the waitresses uh, mm-hmm. and uh, try to get them to come back to the office for the Christmas party mm-hmm. And um, then they do get some waitresses to come back, but it's not the ones not the that ones they were. Not the ones we saw the, that was their waitress at the table. So I, what I think happened is that they first invited the waitress that they had back to the office Christmas party. And she said no. And then they asked around a few more times until they finally found somebody who was willing to come. But as we'll find out, it doesn't even matter to Michael because he can't tell any of them apart. Yeah. He's (laughs) very racist. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's just unaware. Ignorant. Yeah. Not not maybe maliciously racist. We've seen um, the diversity (laughs) episode day or diversity day episode. He's not racist at all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sure that's what he tells himself that episode too has and i don't know the actress's name it's uh oh. it's scott ackerman's wife i think that's the actor's name what scott is, ackerman from yeah, uh earwolf cool app or something <laughs> i forgot i'm not sure but she has like it's a documentary like about her life we yeah watched she a little does bit on i watched Amazon. it recently yeah um so anyway, and she's she's a funny person. That she, she shows up funny. on on I that like show as well. On uh, I'm sorry, is mm-hmm. she shows up on there as well, mm-hmm. which uh, her husband does as well. Yeah, um, which that might show up a little bit later on our mm-hmm. list. Um, but uh, there's some other great stuff happening in that episode. If you haven't seen it, or if you are like, I don't watch The Office for some reason, watch this episode. Yeah, it's so funny, and it really is. I think some peak Office content there, mm-hmm. and it's my favorite Christmas episode, The Office. Yeah, there was a there was a debate in our household between this one and uh, Office Christmas <laughs> in our Party, household. The, <laughs> the season two Christmas episode, because um, they're both really good. They are we, both really good. We ultimately decided on this one. We did. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, let's move on to the next uh, show. And uh, the next show we're going to talk about is Seinfeld. Now, this is not necessarily a Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. This is more of a Festivus episode. <laughs> a Festivus for the rest of us. Yes. So the episode title, if you're looking for this episode, it's called The Strike. It's mm-hmm. not called Festivus or anything like that. And it is season nine, which is the final season of yeah, Seinfeld. Yeah, I was surprised to, to see that this episode was so late. Season Hit, nine, episode 10. Hitting us with a classic episode right yeah, on the way out. because there are so many um, things from this episode that I feel like became really a part of the just culture. Just yeah. The mass culture. Um, and it's weird that a show would do that so late in its run. It is. And uh-huh. this aired December 18th, 1997. Seinfeld right now, streaming on Hulu. Uh, here's the episode description. Jerry goes out with a woman who is beautiful one day and ugly the next. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those things that, you know, was a really big Seinfeld moment. Uh-huh. Sort of, to me, that's something I remember watching. Anyway, to go on. Kramer goes back to work at H&H Bagels. George makes up a charity. Elaine gives a fake number to a man. Mm-hmm. That's that's a solid episode. I don't know what Jerry's. Uh, oh no, Jerry's going out with. I, I see it in there. Yeah, um, the we got them all. We got them all face. covered. We, she's yeah, a two face. She's a two face. Because um, Jerry's always relating things to uh, 
I guess that's not a Superman thing. That's a Batman thing. But that's a Batman thing. Yeah, it's still in the DC uh, universe. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Before we get too far into this episode, I think it's fun. The part of the uh, the synopsis there, Kramer goes back to work at H and H Bagels. Yeah. When we were watching the episode, and I don't even think I caught it at first when we just kind of had it on. He uh, Kramer's been. Uh, on strike the whole time the series has <laughs> been airing 12 years yes. i think <laughs> he's been on strike in this bagel place and they're all shocked everybody's shocked yeah. to know that he has a job but he <laughs> hasn't been working and he's just he's literally like why didn't you tell us and he's like it was embarrassing i'm out of work <laughs> yeah so that's not really a Christmassy part of the plot but uh that is something that's going on in this episode yes um so festivus this is you know, I, I I love it. We have a Festivus pole up right now in we our do. house. We do. We have a Festivus pole, a tiny one on our mantle. You press little buttons and it does uh, it does little quotes. From Frank Costanza, George's dad. The inventor of Festivus. Yeah. Now, I saw online that this is a real holiday that was uh, not a real holiday, but that one of the writers, by- yeah, inspired by one of the writers, his father came up with this holiday yeah. and they did that. Can you kind um, of explain house. to us the premise of, of Festivus? I'm not sure if I can. Can you? <laughs> I know it involves feats of strength. Yeah, so... <laughs> and grievances are aired. Yeah, so George's dad, Frank Costanza, mm-hmm. um, came up with an alternative holiday that they celebrated um, when George was growing up. Why instead did he of, do that? Um, he didn't really... I, did I guess explain? they weren't really religious. Uh, yeah. um, and Festivus was just kind of a way of... Um, just kind of expressing your anger with the people you know and how much they've disappointed you throughout the year. That's yeah, that's what it was. That's, yeah. Um, so part of the Festivus <laughs> tradition is um, the airing of grievances, where you tell everybody how they've let you down in various <laughs> ways throughout the year. There's also the feats of strength that you mentioned, um, where is that where you wrestle each other? Yeah, a couple okay. of people have to wrestle each other. Right. Um, there's instead of a Christmas tree, it's very kind of minimalist, and well, you just yeah, have just a, a big pole. metal pole. <laughs> yep. So um, this was a tradition in George's house growing up. Um, as you mentioned, this was an actual tradition in somebody's house who right. was involved in writing Seinfeld, which is kind of crazy. There's a but, there's a great part in this episode where he George he's giving out the uh, donations. A donation has been made in your name to the human fund. Yeah, that's something he's giving out at work because um, there's kind of this expectation that everybody will um, give each other gifts and And George is very cheap. (laughs) Um, So he comes up with this plan to um, pretend to be giving donations on people's behalf to a charity. Right. But he has made up the charity, the human fund, money for people. (laughs) When his boss (laughs) confronts him on it, he does finally break down and say that it's fake. Uh-huh. And that's uh, the reason that he did that was because he doesn't celebrate Christmas. He celebrates Festivus, which he doesn't. His dad does. And he. Yeah, but, but he, he's just kind of <laughs> trying to cover his, yeah. his ass. And as he's, he's like explaining yeah. it, um, he uh, says, like, to his boss, or his boss is like, uh, he's, I think he invites his boss to dinner. Well, he, what is he's he? like, I can prove it if you want. And you're, the <laughs> boss is like, yeah, you're going to have to prove it. <laughs> and yeah, George is. Yeah. <laughs> so George uh, reluctantly uh, yeah, agrees goes, to yeah, bring the boss I, to it. Yeah, uh, I think you should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to um, uh, bring uh, his um, boss to the house. It's good stuff all around. Yeah. I, I love it. And, and I love that uh, I think that's, is that the only Christmas episode or, or holiday episode of Seinfeld? Um, 
That's the only one that came up when I... Well, maybe I just searched the Festivus one. Either way... I don't know. There might be some other ones. I feel like there's one where What's there's the one a with cashmere the sweater. Yeah. Is that a Christmas I one? I think that is a Christmas one. It's a good Christmas one, too, when one. it's got That's the dot on good. it. That's also good. Yeah, but the Festivus has just become... You know, a holiday in its own right. I That's feel like fun. since this I show, it. I wonder what so, other shows, any other shows. And by the way, Festivus is celebrated on December twenty third. If anyone's interested, it's I not think actually. That's probably when our episode's going to drop because today's oh, the twenty second okay. while we're okay. recording. Well, happy Festivus, happy Festivus, guys. everybody. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, I wonder what other shows have had such late in the game kind of classic episodes. That's I a that's know. a cool thing going on there. It really is, and just a, kind of a testament to how much of a classic this is. On December 23rd of, of every year, I think at least in the past few years, um, if you go to like the Google main page, mm. I forget, I think you just type Festivus into the search bar and a metal pole appears on the right oh, hand yeah? side of the screen. I love it. Yeah, so watch for that. Now, do it's we fun. do we have any weird traditions like that in our families? I can't think of anything There's outrageous. This, nothing is super outrageous. My dad does this grab bag. He does do a little grab where bag. He um, just kind of puts Comes a bunch of the bag little gifts in a, in a bag and shakes it, and he kind of like hits you in the head. And if you get hit in the head he, with he does the bag, hit you in the head. That, that, that has means some similarities that you get to grab. <laughs> and sometimes it gets kind of aggressive, and people are um, kind of. Knocked aggressively fighting yeah. for the, the things in so the bag. Yeah. No replacements close. of Christmas, but sort of yeah. fun little That's probably gift the games. Thing we've got. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> let's let's go on to another episode. We're kind of hitting you with uh, some classics here and mm-hmm. and um this is a show that you know wasn't uh streaming up until recently, at least anywhere mm-hmm. where I'm be able to watch it. Um but uh if you head over to the old Disney Plus, you got the entire series of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And so our next episode um, is The Simpsons, and um, the episode title is Marge Be Not Proud. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of Christmas episodes of The Simpsons as well. I know you have not seen them, because you're not really... I'm not, but I do know that the, the pilot episode is a was a Christmas That's special. true. We thought about uh, doing the, the pilot episode of The Simpsons. Well, it was based off of like some shorts mm-hmm. that were on another so show. So we might do that later as a pilot. Yeah, I figured we'd save it in case we use it as a pilot later mm-hmm. on. That's a really good episode as well. Mm-hmm. It involves dogs. It, it's it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's heartwarming. But mm-hmm. this one is also this is an older one. It's season seven, episode eleven, and uh, it aired March seventeenth, nineteen ninety five. And The Simpsons is streaming on Disney Plus. And I'll read the synopsis for the episode. Marge's relationship with Bart is strained when he is caught shoplifting before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So this is um, this is a good episode. But you have never really watched The Simpsons. No, I mean, I you're mean, familiar. I'm familiar with it. it. I've seen episodes here and there, but I just watched this episode for the first time and to get ready a, for the podcast. There's a lot of Christmas episodes of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I wanted. I watched a few of them to see if this is what I like the best, and I think this is the best one. This is a sad, what were your it reactions was sad. to it? I cried. You did cry a I little did. bit. Yeah. What was sad about it? Well, so the plot of this episode basically is that um, Bart ends up shoplifting um i think it's a video game that he video wants game, from, yeah. a, from a department store and um his mom doesn't believe that he would do such a thing and then um, when but they, there's video surveillance yeah and when they go did. back to the because he gets caught yeah and uh the security guard which is a fun character uh he you know calls home and stuff like that but bart is able to kind of get out of it he mm-hmm. changes the tape on the answering machine but the guy says never come back to the store mm-hmm. but then the next 
like week or whatever, they, they go, go back, back to, to the store to get to their family pictures, pictures done, mm-hmm. and he gets kind of yanked away right when the picture's being taken, and Marge really wants a nice family picture, and then mm-hmm. that's when he's confronted with the video evidence, and uh, Marge loses a lot of trust in her, yeah, her little baby and boy. and also feels like he's just kind of like slipping away and kind of growing, growing up, and that she doesn't know him um, like she thought he did, so she, she ends up kind of like icing him out i guess she does throughout the episode like not really including him in the holiday traditions and just being like she was um some tough love yeah at the beginning of the episode she was like tucking him in at night with kind of this like extended ritual that he kind of thought was dumb Um, right but then she stops doing it and he's like sad and it's really sad. It made me cry. <laughs> as parents of a of a young boy, yeah, much younger, but still. And it was something I wasn't expecting from The Simpsons because well, I, you know, <laughs> one of the later episodes uh, that I almost considered was where a uh, a consulting company takes uh, ownership of their school because the school goes bankrupt, but it's mm-hmm. actually a. Uh, toy research company and they like create some Furby types of things that are supposed to like I think they eavesdrop on the kids to know what they're mm-hmm. interested in to make the best toy either way I think uh, Gary Coleman makes a uh, <laughs> makes an appearance in it and it's very silly um, which is one of my favorite ones as well but uh, I knew you would not be as into a yeah. ridiculous episode that yeah. doesn't really make so sense in reality. show I think is normally <laughs> pretty goofy and ridiculous but this episode was more I mean obviously it had some funny moments but it was more of a heart wrenching kind of episode yeah well the first 10 seasons or so are pretty like straightforward and normal and then they Uh get real silly later on okay um but uh yeah and along the way too it's a sort of a heart-wrenching episode but tons of jokes there's Mm -hmm. a lot of jokes in there and i could really relate to this too i think uh it's about a kid who wants a video game that is just too expensive it's up to or including 79.99 or something like that (laughs) uh but uh and it's like a mortal Kombat type of video game uh but uh good memories from the 90s watching the simpsons look if you don't have disney plus you should at least get it throw on some of those old episodes of the simpsons and that's really the only worthwhile bingeable thing on there that i've found so Mm -hmm. far but uh it is enjoyable to throw on Mm -hmm. and this one had a happy ending so don't worry yeah and because he got the video (laughs) game he wanted lee carvalho's putting challenge (laughs) (laughs) so um but let's go on to the next episode here next we're going to talk about something a little bit more recent here. We've, we've talked about a few classic types of things, a little bit of The Office, a little bit of uh, Seinfeld, some Simpsons, but mm-hmm. let's get into some uh, more recent ones, and let's talk about New Girl. Now, New Girl, look at that, hitting us with a, a Thanksgiving, a Halloween, and yeah. a Christmas episode making really our list. They solid holiday episodes. And I think all the holiday episodes we chose were from the first season. I think so, or although there the are Halloween some... The second? Uh... Halloween might be the second season. I'm, oh, I'm yeah, sure. you're, right. you're right. That you're is right. the second one because it's got that guy in it. Um, but uh, this new girl one, this episode title is the 23rd. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, Which is Festivus. Oh, yeah. But this <laughs> but is not, not a Festivus the, episode. Not on the This episode. is the last time they're <laughs> hanging out before they all go home for the holidays. Yes. Um, but it's season one, episode nine. It aired December 11, 2011. And uh, Nef- or new girl is streaming on Netflix. Here's the, uh, here's the synopsis. The gang attends Schmidt's holiday office party and Jess frets when she receives an expensive gift from Paul, played by Justin Long. Yeah. Now, we kind of have to suspend disbelief, I think, for the, the basic premise of this episode, which is that... Schmidt invites all of his friends to his office Christmas party. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, that it's, doesn't it's at normally their happen. Office. 
Yeah. Unless they just said just, bring like five friends. If it, you can bring a plus one usually if right, yeah, that's the case. Right, yeah. Thinking about office holiday parties I've had and I've brought my husband with me but i feel like if i showed up with just a group of friends that would not fly <laughs> yeah it wouldn't really fly but hey who knows i don't know maybe yeah. that is a thing i'm not sure maybe but either way i was cool with suspending some disbelief yeah and mm-hmm. um and i love this episode there, there's a few things going on here one we get a little bit you know you talked about you like that the uh, plot gets progressed a little bit mm-hmm. a little bit of the nick and jess relationship gets progressed a yeah. little bit here mm-hmm. and, also you know, the schmidt and cc and the schmidt and cc mm-hmm. relationship so some fun things that happen here you know schmidt gives uh cc a present mm-hmm. the present he gives her is a uh well where's he where's cc at when he gives her this present this i think this is my favorite part of the episode. so cc during this episode is shooting a commercial because she's like in um, a model um, doing a little bit of acting too so she's like shooting a a commercial or an ad for like some kind of diet pill like a brazilian diet pill yeah or something. yeah and it's um we we see schmidt approach her um and she's like in like a little black bathing suit and mm-hmm. then we see you sitting right next to her is a larger woman wearing the exact same outfit and with the same hairdo um who introduces herself as the before and cc is the after for this diet (laughs) (laughs) which is so funny to me yes yeah um and he gives her a um a a perfume Uh and it's in it's uh sort of a a make your own perfume with yeah that he that he got with different uh he says it's got uh oh what is it sea sea salt because it sounds like cc and cocoa butter because of her skin tone or something yeah. like that i'm not sure maybe yeah. it's something like that yeah. yeah but it was it was very thoughtful and very personalized it, it also doesn't smell very good i don't, <laughs> right. I don't think she like <laughs> likes the smell of it but she does wear it because it's uh it's uh, kind of him to get it is. for her and we we talked about on our thanksgiving episode that their relationship starts to even though they're not together at this point no, she's, got she's a dating somebody else yeah she's uh-huh. dating uh the cw's arrow Stephen oh, Amell, okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, and um, you know, one year for Christmas though, I got you a personalized you did. scent. You did. Did you wear it at all? Well, wow. I thought it was very sweet of you. Wow. Also, maybe didn't smell the best. It actually did not smell but... good. So I had it. I was like, this is going to be the best present because we watched it on New Girl. She thought it was very, you know, romantic. And uh, we go to this candle place around yes. Columbus called the Candle Lab. Yeah. I don't know if they have that other places. Maybe, I, I'm maybe not, they have I don't know if they have the Candle Lab, but they have like that places. place at the mall too. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, just had a sign that said like, make your own candle. Stop human trafficking. And it just didn't oh, yeah. say anything else. <laughs> it was true. just it's like, oh, how exactly? There was no explanation. Anyway. Yeah. Um, it's true. Human trafficking is bad though. But candles mm-hmm. are good. and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But you could pick scents, like all the different scents, you know, to, to make a and candle. And you mix them. And you mix them. You make a candle. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's fun. And it comes out nice smelling. And I thought that the perfume place where you mix the scent, it was called Perfumania, mm-hmm. uh, which is a terrible name. <laughs> I thought that was going to be like that. Yeah, but when I went in there, the you were just mixing existing perfumes together yeah that doesn't sound like a good idea yeah that place is no longer a business i think there's a tea store now there at the mall and uh yeah it it was like i you know i went there just to do that to the Uh mall and i was like i guess i'm just gonna do it i'll get the smallest kind of you know thing i think i got you a little rub on like a perfume thing 
But yeah, it, it was like, I think I took like Justin Bieber's perfume and mixed it with uh, some other <laughs> silly thing. Because everything else was stupid. Were you just basing it on like what you thought smelled the best or what? I think what, that what one I was basing it like the funniest because at oh. that point I couldn't find anything like <laughs> That's during the era romantic. when we were wrapping everything with Justin Bieber wrapping paper too. We were. Yeah, Holiday we still have paper. some of that. Justin Bieber wrapping paper is fantastic. <laughs> we bought a lot of it back yeah. in 2011. Yeah, you can't. It's hard to find now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, But yeah, so that's something I took away from this episode. Um mm-hmm. You know, what else is good about this episode? Um, so in this one, oh, um, Schmidt works at a, an office that's where he's, I think, the only man yeah, working it's, there it's or one women, of the only yeah. men working and he's there. he's Santa. He's Santa, but he's sexy Santa. Yeah. And his, this is kind of a me too, hashtag me too type thing, I guess, where his boss kind of forces him to dress as sexy Santa every that's year. That's true, yeah. And um, he, he doesn't like doing that. And he finally musters up the courage to tell her he's not going to do it anymore um in this episode um although he also is kind of flirting with her when he does it he does so. Schmidt can't help himself <laughs> he can't help himself um some other stuff uh jess breaks up with uh justin long's character uh-huh. well she was going to but then nick told nick thought that they had broken up and uh-huh. so he like talked about it with justin long's character and uh-huh. uh and then they ended up breaking up or whatever. Uh-huh. But uh, Nick, you know, he gives uh, uh, Jess her present, which is taking her to go see the houses all lit up on Candy Cane Lane. Yeah. And when they get there, it's kind of late and they've all turned off their lights and they, they shout at all the houses to turn the lights on. That's a fun mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. There's also um, one of the other things I like about this episode is that um, one of the women that Schmidt works with has brought her son to the Christmas party. Right. Um, And he ends up kind of bonding with Winston. Yeah. Um, and at one Who point... Who he calls LeBron. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> at one point, they, they kid... Um, I, he's upset about something. I think it's that he found out that Schmidt wasn't really Santa Claus or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, But Winston cheers him up and he um, ends up hugging him and saying, thanks, LeBron. Which is funny. And then he ends up working with that kid a little bit, you know, yeah, babysitting him. So that advances him. the plot there. Yeah. It's a really good episode, man. New mm-hmm. Girl. I don't want to say it's underrated because I think a lot of people do watch it and love it, but just a fantastic show. It is, yeah. And one of the last shows of a group of people in their late 20s, 30s just living life. Yeah, I hope we get another one of those that's like well-made soon. Especially because we're in our like early 30s and there's no shows about people like us other than friends from college, but those people are still like five years old. Oh yeah, then that's a show that I watched and did not care for. Yeah, most people didn't like it. Uh, But... uh, Let's talk about another show here, something we mentioned earlier, um, and something that we've covered on the podcast mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, what do we got here with I'm sorry? The episode is called Couples Massage. It's season two, episode four. It first aired January 30th, 2019, and it's currently streaming on Netflix. The synopsis is, it's Christmas, so Andrea tries to teach her daughter the value of money. She also nervously agrees to go to a nude spa with her mother, and Mike incorrectly relates an anecdote about Andrea's run-in with a, with a guy she once had sex with. So if you are not familiar with I'm Sorry, you're probably like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, this is probably one of the lesser-known shows that's on our our list yeah Um, so if you've listened to our podcast and uh, heard our episode of i'm sorry then you're somewhat familiar with this and if you've seen i'm sorry um 
then uh, of course you know what we're talking about. If you haven't yeah. seen I'm Sorry, you gotta watch it. And if you've seen like one episode of I'm Sorry and decided, hey, this show's not for me, well then um, you're a crazy person. Yeah, because, because everybody I- we've talked to has been like, uh, well, I've never heard of it, but I'll try it. And they're like, oh my God, this show is That's, hilarious. It's true. We've recommended it to so many people and they've all been like, I love this show. I binge watched it immediately. Yeah, it's really, really good. And um, just the basic premise is that um, this woman, Andrea, is like a comedy writer out in Hollywood. And um, it, the show is just about her um and her husband and daughter yeah um and this is one of those episodes that's not super christmasy yeah although it does start off at a christmas tree uh farm or whatever yeah um, there's a fun moment where um andrea's mother who's a uh, main character on the show uh-huh. as well is uh getting you know flirted with by the santa claus that's at yeah this, and uh, she's into place. it she's, she's like into excited it. that he's flirting with and her. she goes so she says something like you got to be careful that that's considered sexual harassment these days and uh-huh. he's like oh i know and <laughs> just making fun of it's like, very funny also yeah. it's i feel like this show is super relatable like really i can i can see either one of our moms having a similar reaction yes. <laughs> to that yeah um also to d- this plot point of um basically the mom gives the the daughter the grandma gives the daughter an ipad for christmas which right. is what she she was asking for but the parents didn't want to give it to her because it's too expensive and mm-hmm. um also she, probably because she could watch things that they don't necessarily want her to watch sure. on it yeah. <laughs> but um so i feel like we've we've kind of dealt with similar things with well, with our grandma's... moms like giving our baby their cell phones yeah without <laughs> thinking about well now when they're just here with us then they see our phones they're gonna want to take it as well yeah. <laughs> uh, um, my yeah. favorite part of this episode and oh, I think I know what it is. It might be my favorite part of the whole series and possibly yeah. one of my favorite TV moments of the year um, is they their daughter is in this recital, this uh-huh. Christmas recital. They're singing some songs. Uh-huh. And then, She's in like kindergarten, yeah. by the way. And then she the, the kids all kind of go to the back backstage and there's like nobody on stage for a second. And then uh-huh. you hear... Um, what do they... How does it start off? They oh, just call to of, each other? They, we're, we're kind of we're looking at all the parents like in the audience and we kind of hear somebody say like that was really good that that reminds me of something and someone else is like oh i think i know what it reminds you of and we kind of see andrea (laughs) and her husband be like who's talking right now what's going on and then the teachers of the class or whatever come out and they're like women in their 20s Uh or 30s Uh and um and they just start singing Go tell it on the mountain. Yeah, they they kind of sing it like they're like Mariah Carey or something, like really kind of a dramatic performance. And, and it's just the two it's teachers just the up two there. Teachers and the uh, whole audience is just giving just the best looks. Yeah, just the audience, <laughs> their reactions from the parent, the parents in this scene are just priceless. It's just like they're like kind of horrified, kind of conf- just really confused, like. We're not here to hear really good singing. We're just kind of here to watch our kids it's, perform. It's amazing. Why aren't our kids up there right now? What are you doing? Yes. It was, it's just so funny. The, yeah. the audience reactions there. And I think that's what's so brilliant about this show is um, that they can be so funny in just these small, really relatable moments. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, one thing about 
shows that I really like is I feel like the people in the shows are behaving the way I would behave. Oh yeah, we would be losing it. And we would I have find such so a hard many time things, keeping it together. So many in things a situation funny. like that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I have that. I've had situations in public where. Now in this, and I'm sorry, the whole crowd was reacting. There were the whole, uh, yeah. you know, all the extras in the audience. And I feel like, oh, it's only me ever <laughs> that's reacting these ways. Well, I remember, us together. We actually. Or us together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember one time I was at a wedding and uh, me and my friend Anthony just were just, there was a, like a oh, small I've, child I've that was talking. Before. He just kept saying <laughs> bubbles over and over during like the vows and everything. And Anthony and I just could not hold back our laughter. Yeah. And we're looking around. Nobody else is laughing. And it's. It's a tough thing, though, yeah. when you see the world through humor-colored yeah. glasses. Yes, exactly, <laughs> um, which is what we're being shown on I'm Sorry, um, where it's a humor writer um, who's um, the star of the show. Now, yeah. speaking of people that see the world uh, in a different way, um, <laughs> and, where everything is funny. Good transition. Uh, and possibly makes you angry a little bit. Um, this is a show we've not really talked about on the podcast. We've no. wanted to. We just haven't gotten around to it. It's and another a- show that I feel like not as many people have watched and and they should because it's one of the best shows of the past 10 years. Yeah, although this is probably not a show for everyone. If you're easily offended or even slightly easily offended, this you know is probably what? not a show for you. It might not be. This is <laughs> Difficult People. Uh, difficult People. The episode title for this one is Difficult Christmas. It's season one, episode eight. Um, it uh, aired September 16th, 2015. Um, on Hulu. Uh, The synopsis here, Julie and Billy book a gig at the cutting room, but Billy's newfound obligation to family threatens to compromise their big break. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before we get too far into the episode, let's just talk about difficult people a little bit. So it's starring Billy Eichner, who you might know from Billy on the Street or Uh from a lot of other things. He was in uh, one of the American Horror Story seasons, maybe a couple of them. He was in the later seasons of Parks Parks and and Recreation. Recreation. And, uh, And, you know, by the way, Billy on the Street just went to Netflix and everybody's freaking out. You get some good Billy Eichner content, yeah. content there, but he's also one of the stars of Difficult People, and he's yeah. basically playing. I mean, I mean, Billy on the Street's a different kind of show, but he's uh, playing the same character. In a yes, way. <laughs> he is. Um, and and it's also starring Julie Klausner, Klausner um, who wrote, created, and wrote the show, and also stars in it. Um, and she's um, another comedy writer. Yeah, and if you're not um, familiar with her. I can't think of other things that she's in, but if you do like Billy Eichner, she brings a different energy than that, but uh-huh. uh, the same spirit um, behind it. And she's actually <laughs> yeah. in one episode of Billy on the Street. Um, it's one of the oh, ones where yeah. I don't, it's not the Christmas one because it, or Thanksgiving. One. It's something with the Kardashians doing a fashion show, and it's all dogs. Oh yeah. <laughs> so if you've seen that episode, that's Julie Klausner. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> and she, um, I think she used to write recaps for different tv shows like yeah um, real housewives Housewives, which is also what her character on the show yeah does but um so basically billy and julie they live in new york city they're very cynical they're trying to make it as um comedians actors performers um and they basically think everyone and everything is stupid and below them and they make very vulgar jokes nonstop. and to me like <laughs> if you just described that to me i would be like that sounds kind of stupid i'm not really into it um it's very funny it's very funny yeah it really is <laughs> so this christmas episode um they're both jewish aren't they yes yeah they are so 
so um, I guess Christmas is just kind of going on in the background of this right. episode, and they're well, not Santa so much. Con is happening, which is yeah. I guess an event in New York City where everybody dresses like Santa and gets drunk. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so they're not so much participating in Christmas, but it's happening around them. And one of the things that they are going to be doing is performing a um, show that they've booked, which is kind of a rare event for them. Yeah, they don't usually do that, and and. Uh, I think Billy at some point learns the true meaning of the holidays when he decides whether kind or not of. to make it to the show or to be there for his niece. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, so um, I don't know if we need to get deep into this episode. That's or, true. Yeah. I guess I guess we really don't. One thing I w- I do want to say about it is we we talked about how the mom on I'm sorry the grandma on I'm sorry we right. really liked and we found them. Um, some similarities there with our own uh-huh. mom. I, there's also a mom. It's Julie's mom on Difficult Do we know people. the actress's name? Um, it's, it's either Andrea or Angela Martin. Okay. Andrea and Martin, I think. I'm not sure. But she's um, also on the show Great News. I think she's on Great News. Yeah. She's also Aunt Vula in um, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Is she the wedding. one that had the uh, twin in her neck? Yes. Yes, she is <laughs> the one who had the twin. Um, but yeah, she's, she's so funny. She plays Julie's mom on the show. Um, and again, I watching her character, she is she kind of reminds me of like if my mom and your mom were like rolled into one person, yeah, I can see it that. would be um, Julie's mom on difficult people. She's so funny. And um, on the show, she's a psychiatrist. And <laughs> so the plot this is a good part. To talk yeah, about, the plot yeah. that's going on with her in this Christmas episode is um, so she's talking about how psychiatrists. It's kind of a busy season a busy for time. them people around the holidays around because the holidays. people get depressed, um, more higher suicide rate. Right. Um, so she's decided to kind of take a take a lesson from Uber and instate peak surge pricing during the holidays. <laughs> so she's um, being available. I think I think she's, she's uh, available all the time. I yeah, think. she's available by phone right. for phone sessions for her patients, but at two and a half times the <laughs> the nor- her normal rate, and uh, which kind of plays itself out pretty hilariously throughout the episode. It's fantastic. Yeah, this yeah. is a great show, and and there's three seasons. It's a Hulu original. Um, you got to check it out. This is the finale of the first season. Finale of the first season. Yeah. Um, you got to check it out because it's uh, all three season, seasons are fantastic. Yeah, and I think we'll probably do the pilot soon on our podcast. I'm sure we I really will. like this show. It's one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Also, Billy on the Street. You got to watch that too. Yes. It's got some Christmas ones too, but uh, yes. we decided to go with this one mm-hmm. for that. Anyway, keeping in the uh, the vein of some uh, irreverent comedies here. <laughs> irreverent <laughs> comedies about terrible people. Yes. <laughs> um, the next one, it's a classic. You had to include it on here. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, The name of the uh, episode, A Very Sunny Christmas, Season 6, Episode 13. This aired December 9th, 2010. Uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, streaming on Hulu. And here is the description. While Mac and Charlie attempt to rediscover the spirit of Christmas for themselves, Dennis and Dee attempt to convince Frank to change his ways and stop ruining their own Christmases. So this is... now. I believe when this originally came out, this was a thing that was kind of happening around this time in the uh, 2000s. Um, you would get these straight-to-DVD specials mm-hmm. because this, I believe, was straight-to-DVD. Um, it came out, there was like a Very Sunny Christmas DVD, and yeah. I did not see it for like a long time. But I remember being very excited to watch it. Yeah, I think eventually it aired on TV or something, or maybe when it came to Netflix, we mm-hmm. watched it. Because, yeah, it was, it was just like, well, I'm not... 
buying a DVD and I'm not renting a DVD, but I know like Family Guy would do things like that too. Eventually they would show it on TV, but uh, yeah, it was released as like a DVD special and um, you know, I didn't watch it right away, but when I did watch it, oh my gosh, this it's is so funny. So good. It's also, I, I feel like I should warn people. It's pretty violent. It's pretty violent <laughs> um, and graphically so. Um, I have, there's one part where I have to look away. Yeah, it's pretty every, <laughs> every time it's um when Charlie uh, is confronting a, a Santa in a, in a shopping mall. Yeah, so if um, you've never seen it um, and you don't want the violence, uh, yeah, look any away. Other, yeah, look away at that part. That part. <laughs> right? Yeah. And you'll see a change in Charlie's eyes uh, yeah. when that comes across. <laughs> it's um, zombie like, is how <laughs> I would characterize what happens. Yeah. But, um, and there's a claymation part that's kind of violent, too, if you're. Oh, not that's into true. That as but, well. it, but it is claymated, yeah. so it's claymated? easier to deal with. Yeah. Clanimated. Not claymated. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> no. not the right word at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know how much we want to talk about the plot. But yeah, just some good things that happen. One, there's the little play on the Christmas Carol that I like. Yes, with uh, Frank's old friend. Yeah, um, so and business partner. Yeah, um, and they're but, trying to. Um, well, Frank's children. Um, yeah, trying to teach Frank a lesson about yeah. Christmas. It doesn't work out that well. Uh, the best yeah, part is that he thinks his old business partner is dead. Yeah, so they convince him to be like the ghost of christmas past or something yeah yeah um, my favorite part of the episode though is the ghost of christmas present part where they go to frank's uh i guess maybe it's oh is this future? where he's I'm in the couch sure. <laughs> yes yes they, they go to his old business i still don't totally understand what frank's <laughs> job was and i don't think anybody I don't does. really know and they're like say some bad things about frank reynolds and everybody at the christmas party at his old business is like who's frank reynolds yeah because and they want frank to overhear it so they've had him yeah, like hide, hide in a couch he's hiding naked in a leather couch well i think he wasn't he was, naked to begin with but got he got so hot there. that he stripped off all his clothes so when he comes out of the couch he's naked because, he, because he's too hot he has to get out of there <laughs> ignore the man in the couch yeah oh. he just emerges amid this christmas like this office christmas party totally naked um I, we do see his butt He's totally naked. This is Danny DeVito, by the way. Um, it's uh, it's a lot to handle. It's a lot. There's so many good things happening in this episode. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think we can talk about everything. No, um, my favorite thing about this episode is... Is when they throw rocks at trains. No. <laughs> no, my favorite thing about this is that we see flashbacks of... Um, the characters when they were kids celebrating oh, Christmas, at least, and Mac. at least Mag and Char Charlie when they were kids, and just the casting of the oh, the yeah. kids that they chose, they look so much and act so much like the adult actors that I I'm always really impressed when that happens. So really good casting in this episode, I really liked it. A very sunny Christmas. It's a classic. I watch it every year. I think not all these episodes I watch every year, and maybe because it was released like a DVD, it does feel like the standalone oh, yeah. we, movie we special. Always, this is one of our like go-tos like we have yeah. to watch this every year like the other shows we'll watch them just when they come on because we stream that we binge those shows a lot or whatever mm -hmm. um but it's not like hey it's christmas time we better throw on the benihana christmas episode i mean we do sometimes but this one you always gotta watch yeah. it it's mm -hmm. so good uh but uh yeah let's let's go on now we've got some uh a little bit more quirky things coming in next here real quirky real quirky <laughs> um so our next show here and like we said, these are not the best Christmas episodes of all time of television history. These are some of our favorites. Yes. And so this is one of our favorite shows. We haven't talked about it too much on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Nathan for you. Mm -hmm. So the episode title is Santa slash Petting Zoo. 
that's not all one thing. It's not like a Santa petting zoo. It's like there's two, <laughs> two parts of the Two episode. segments, yes. Yeah. Um, this is season one, episode two. It's the second episode of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it aired March 7th, 2013, and... Uh, the entire series of Nathan for you is streaming on Hulu. Um, so I'll go ahead and I'll read the synopsis, but then I'll explain what the show is in case you're unfamiliar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nathan discovers the professional Santa he's helping has a dark secret and his attempt to market a uh, petting a zoo has unexpected results. Also a teen is caught doing graffiti. <laughs> so Nathan for you, if you've not seen it, it was on comedy central. Um, mm-hmm. It stars Nathan Fielder. Yeah, it's it, not a scripted series like most of the shows we do. Yeah, it's not a scripted series. It's also not like a reality show necessarily. Um, uh, what he for does... For some people it is. For some, for people some of the is. people on the show it is. So what he does, he is a goofy, awkward... Well, not goofy, awkward man. Uh-huh. Um, but That's his character. He, yeah, Nathan, yeah, yeah. Nathan Fielder is like a comedian who's created this character. Yeah, and he helps businesses... Um, he He's like a consultant. A consultant that helps businesses, but he, and it's sort of played off as real because it is real. He's mm-hmm. really doing these things, but it's kind of these outlandish ideas. Yeah, and he's helping like real people with their real businesses. So the reactions it, are genuine and yeah. um, and they don't realize they're on like a comedy show necessarily. Yeah, and his ideas are completely <laughs> absurd. And the business owners, it's unclear how much they know right. um, that it's fake and um the clients and the customers certainly don't know yeah and yeah. there have been some episodes where it was like okay these people get the joke here yeah like the realtor episode i feel like she got the joke oh the ghost realtor yeah the ghost realtor <laughs> <laughs> but anyway back to this episode so his idea in this episode is to um approach this uh person who plays a mall santa uh-huh. with this idea that um, you could have a mall Santa in the summertime, in the summer months, uh-huh. and charge a discounted rate. And yeah. that way you're working in the summertime and yeah. you get more customers because it's a discounted rate. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, I guess, the gist of it in a Christmas sense there. Um, except for the uh, the guy playing the mall Santa has a dark secret, which is that he had a, like a DUI where uh-huh. he had like a so misdemeanor. He has a criminal record. And he doesn't pass this background check that the mall that they want to go to um, requires. requires. Uh, and so... They like sneak in. They have to they sneak in. S- they the sneak mall. in and uh, set up as a Santa in the summertime, and uh, all sorts of uh, mayhem ensues. And um, well, not all sorts of mayhem, uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, it's just I can't even explain it. It's just so such a funny show. It's so bizarre, and it's I think one of it's an example of one of our very favorite types of comedy, which is where real people are interacting with somebody that they don't know is playing a character or they don't know how much of it is playing a character. Like, I guess like, um, maybe the best known example might be like Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, right. Yeah. Like the Borat bit. Um, yeah, and some so, other examples would be the Joe Schmo show, which yeah. aired on Spike TV, which is uh, another one of back our back in the 2000s, which is mm-hmm. yeah another one of our favorites. But yeah, most of the Sasha Baron Cohen stuff, like uh, uh, Borat or Who Is America, and those sorts of things. Yeah, where he, he's playing a character, but the other people don't realize that it, it's a character and it's supposed to be funny. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, Nathan for you. Oh man, such a funny show. And the other part of this episode is not Christmassy, but uh, it's where they make a viral video of a that you've goat. probably seen. You might have seen it before. It's, it was yeah. a viral video. It was a real viral video where a goat saved a pig in the water yeah, or something, or a pig whole, saved a goat. But the whole thing was actually a publicity stunt for a petting zoo that uh, Nathan Fielder, the comedian, had created. Yeah. And if you have seen that video, there is a uh, 
voice in the video that says goat in the water or something like that yeah and that's that santa saying yeah that line so <laughs> uh, but nathan for you you got to check it out if you haven't seen it um so many classic episodes of that mm -hmm. i don't want to get into it all right now but I'm, i feel like i'm gonna throw it on after we get done recording this <laughs> podcast because i'm it's thinking so of good. them and i'm just like oh man i gotta watch it um speaking of quirky and strange shows uh the next one on here is one that I mean, I'm going to assume a lot of people aren't familiar with it, but it had a lot of buzz when it came out, and the second season is airing right now. I don't know. I just remember walking. I I had been, like, out for the day, and I came home, and you were watching this show, and I'd never heard of it. And I had our child. Seen of it. He, was, yeah. he was resting on my chest. He was <laughs> yeah. only a few weeks old at the time. Yeah, and I was like, what? What is going on? What are you watching? Well, it's the most beautiful show I've seen in quite a long time. Um, Joe Para Talks With You. Mm -hmm. uh, this is an adult swim show, um, which on Cartoon Network. And uh, the episode title, this is a New Year's episode. Yes. Okay, so it's not really Christmas. Um, Joe Para Lights Up the Night With You. This is season one, episode seven. Uh, it aired June 10th, 2018. And um, it's available on adultswim.com with no login required. So that's the only place I could find it just streaming. Yeah. Although we watched it originally on Sling and you can, you know, buy these things on Amazon as well. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of episodes of this show that are on YouTube as well for free. This series might be the strangest thing I've ever seen. Just the most baffling and bizarre thing I've ever seen. Well, I'll go ahead and I'll read the synopsis <laughs> of this episode. It says, in which Joe Para attempts to present a spirited New Year's Eve celebration to viewers as well as his neighbor's five-year-old daughter whom he is babysitting. Mm -hmm. This show, it's, uh, if you're unfamiliar, Joe Para is... Um, a comedian, and uh -huh. he sort of plays a character as uh -huh. well. Although Much this like is a, Nathan Fielder, yeah. Though this is a scripted series, mm -hmm. and um, it's a very uh, soft-spoken, uh -huh. calm, um, quirky, and dorky, and uh, heart heartfelt. Uh, heartfelt. It is, yeah. yeah. It's like maybe he was kind of inspired by like a mr rogers or like a bob ross type it feels persona. like you're watching a mr rogers it's not like a kid it's not a kid's show but it's not no. like a kid's show set type of thing but i feel like a lot of what this show reminds me of is a lot of uh i i think uh some of the episodes of mr rogers where he kind of goes out into the world it mm -hmm. reminds me of that mm -hmm. um but uh yeah and it's uh it's a beautiful show there's there's it usually is. some soft kind beautiful of music in the background strange and hilarious. <laughs> so in this particular episode, Joe is babysitting his uh, neighbor's daughter on New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, he's just trying to entertain her, have a good time. Um, uh -huh. They play some games or, or attempt to play some games. Um, and in, at some point, he's setting off fireworks for her, which is where Lights Up the Night with You comes from, the, the title there. Mm -hmm. um, there's a, a fun part where he's, because he narrates over why he's talking too, I guess. Yes. Um, but there's a fun part where he talks about, um, I got the quote on here. He's talking about, uh, he was waiting for a text from this girl that he works with. Uh, he mm -hmm. works as a choir teacher and she's like the band director and they kind of have a romantic thing a going on. on. Yeah. yeah. And he, uh, says, you know, he, he's was waiting for a text and he says, I figured she's out tonight at some fancy party downtown. Everybody's probably doing a cool new dance move and drinking fancy cocktails like Disarooney on the rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the way they say Disarooney, <laughs> it's Disarono. Dis, dis, what, what yeah. yeah. Those commercials they used to have. Oh, the Disarono. Oh, yeah. Disarono on the rocks. Yeah. Uh, but uh, oh, God, this show is so it's funny. It's really funny. And it's also funny because that 
kind of comes back later in the episode where the parents of the girl he's being yes. for um, come home and they they said they ran out of disaruni yeah like that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um, part of part of his character um, I think is that he talks with like a very I mean we we live in the Midwest so I guess yeah. our accents are Midwestern but but, it, but he has like a Midwestern like um. It's set like in Michigan, a Minnesota type. Yeah, yeah or it's set in like Michigan upper uh, northern Michigan or whatever. Type, yeah, very like, oh, how are you doing? Kind of like <laughs> that kind of voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, this is a fun one too because as the fireworks are going off, um, because he sets off fireworks for the daughter to entertain her. Uh huh. Um, he goes through this whole memory about the Fourth of July uh-huh. and uh, the different phases of watching the fireworks and how. The Fourth of July reminds you of like old girlfriends yeah, or something. Yeah, that's phase three. Of that's phase the three. Fireworks. Yeah, and then he goes <laughs> and through you this think whole. Maybe you'll give them a call and see how they're doing, and then you get to phase four, which is the grand finale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he does this whole thing about you know going home after the fireworks and seeing the neighbors and having coffee and pie in the garage. Yeah, that's like this vivid um, and very specific sort of. Um, <laughs> fantasy that he, yeah. he has that he's also sort of generalizing to every like as though everybody is having these same mm-hmm. thoughts during um while you watch the fireworks it's very strange it's, it's very so interesting weird. and i it it's does so make funny. me it does make me tear up when it, I watch it's beautiful it. this show <laughs> is beautiful I, I we almost talked about it and we didn't talk about it but i'll, I'll do it a little bit now the uh, the halloween episode of this we mm-hmm. almost use that uh, for a Halloween episode where he, it's Joe Parrott takes you on a fall drive and he talks about how every time you carve a pumpkin, it takes a little bit of your soul away or that's what his neighbor tells him. Yeah. And <laughs> they're like, is it gone forever? And it's like, well, you can get it back. And one way to get it back is by going on a nice fall drive. And mm-hmm. it's just beautiful. Yeah. This, if this sounds really strange it's because it is really strange (laughs) and you're just gonna have to see it for yourself and we recommend that you do that but i will say too that it's different than a lot of the uh because it's on adult swim but it's uh live action it's not animated Uh um a a very different tone than most of the adult swim shows yeah and a lot of the live action adult swim shows are just not for me um Uh i get that they are quirky and funny and a lot of them have people i like in them but they're just too out they're too out there, I guess. Um, this one is very heartwarming and beautiful. Mm-hmm. One of the best shows. Uh, yeah. And uh, currently season two is airing on Adult Swim right now. So check that out. I think we watched an episode of it last night, a Christmas episode as well, which was streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, but hey, let's move on. We're on uh, number 10 here, um, our final one. And this is a this is another New Year's episode. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about Friends. Mm-hmm. So Friends, the episode title is the one with the monkey uh season one episode 10 december 14th 1994 is when that aired and it's uh streaming on netflix so here is the synopsis the gang make and break a pact not to bring dates to their new year's eve party phoebe starts dating a scientist ross compensates for his loneliness by getting a monkey (laughs) yeah so one thing i'll say about this is when we were putting together this list of christmas episodes we there were some things that we had on this list that we felt like should we do a different show because we've already talked about um these mm-hmm. same series on different episodes of our podcast um friends was one of those i think um the office we talked about before new right, girl new we girl, talked yeah. about before and so we did um 
when we were getting ready for this podcast, go back and watch some other shows thinking, oh, maybe we'll do this episode instead. And I know, for instance, we watched an episode of How I Met Your Mother, uh, a New Year's episode that we remember. Oh, yeah, The Limo. The Limo. I used to love that episode. Yes, exactly. We used to love that episode. And it's kind of similar. I mean, How I Met Your Mother is kind of a similar show to Friends in that it's like a a group of friends and um, it's a New Year's episode. um, Just like this is a New Year's episode. Um, it's from the mid 2000s. This one is Friends is from the mid 90s. And Friends just holds up so much better, you guys, than How I Met Your Mother does. It's crazy. I don't know. You know, and I know like Friends gets a lot of hate online. And I feel like most of that's not justified. And I Uh think um, maybe some of the later seasons, though, sure. But uh, this How I Met Your Mother episode that we're kind of comparing it to, um, that's from like the first season. This is from the first season of Uh Friends. Uh, I don't know why How I Met Your Mother doesn't hold up. I don't want to give anything away. I do feel like a little bit of it is just the character of Ted Mosby. And maybe we talked about this before. Too, <laughs> but the character of Ted Mosby is sort of unlikable anyways. Yeah. And once you see how the finale ends, and we won't spoil it here in case you haven't seen it, although you shouldn't watch it because it sucks. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't, I don't think I like this guy. No. I don't. Also, I no, I can't. I don't want to give it away. <laughs> you know what I was about to say about what our theory is of why the mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. have a theory. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I don't want to give it away. Some people might be watching their show, and, uh-huh. and uh, but yeah, but you know, back to Friends though. This episode holds up. And yeah, this episode is the, funny. The writing on Friends, it's so at least in the early seasons like this one, it's so good. The acting is so good. The Ross the is directing, great in the this comic episode. Comic. Yeah, Ross, uh, he's still my favorite. I know a lot of people don't like Ross. I really do. Um, but yeah, this is the, the first episode where we meet Marcel. Yeah. Ross's pet monkey. When he ends up leaving, Marcel ends up leaving. Yeah, which is heartfelt. He is he like filming Outbreak 2 yeah, at one point? He is. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> if you don't yes. know the movie Outbreak, it felt like a big deal when it came out <laughs> and it was like about a disease and it was caused by monkeys or something. <laughs> yeah. Um so what what else um as far as this episode having um kind of a lasting impact which we talked about that being yeah, part of yeah. the criteria. Um this is where Phoebe meets um a scientist who's played by what's his name? Uh Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria, that's right. Who's also um, on the Simpsons too. So look at that. Showing yeah. up a couple times on our list here. So this is the first time we meet his character and he ends up coming back at least one more time, maybe a few more times, but he's certainly a a love interest that Phoebe kind of always has in her heart throughout the series and so that um relationship uh, is kind of significant for yeah, her. Yeah, and we, we picked this episode too because uh, I thought it was really funny. There was a Christmas mm-hmm. episode we watched a little bit later that uh, focused a lot on Phoebe. It was kind of sad though too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, and this one, uh, Ross is just hilarious. I don't know what else to say about this one. We're you know, flying through all these shows here. But. Yeah, this one they are having. They're having a Christmas party, or I guess it's it's a New Year's. It's a New Year's, it's a New Year's Eve party, Eve party, New Year's, but there's still like a Christmas tree up and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at at Monica and Rachel's, and one thing I'll say about it is. There's a lot of people at this Christmas party. Where are they the rest of the year? Yeah. Why are the friends only interacting with the same six people? It's uh, they know if they know all weird. these other people. Although Fun Bobby, I think, is there. Oh yeah, Fun yeah. Bobby. But Monica's there's a lot of extras ex. in the background. Yeah. Too many extras. People are there always are overcompensating lot. with extras, like The Office, those first like few episodes That's and stuff true. like that. Yeah. We don't need a lot of extras. We don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Well, 
Oh my gosh! Before we finish up, uh, we do have a game we're about to play. But oh, those okay. were our t- those were our ten episodes, though. So just uh, if you need something to watch on on Christmas Eve or on Christmas Day to get through, you know, if, if Netflix or Hulu or any of these will ever allow you to make a playlist of shows, <laughs> then you could do that. But uh, yeah, this is this is some good stuff there. Mm-hmm, definitely. Well, Gia, um, in the spirit of the Christmas and, and holiday season here. Um, we're going to play a little game. Okay. I don't have a title for the game, but uh, okay. what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you uh, TV shows, episode titles, and the description of that episode. Okay. And then you're going to tell me if that's a real Christmas episode or if it's all made up. Okay. So uh, I got six of them. So we're we'll trying right. to keep score. Usually I'm a bad uh, scorekeeper. And look, you guys can play at home as well. Okay. Um, and so uh, here we go. We're going to try to decide if these are real or made up Christmas episodes. <laughs> okay. All right. So the first one here, what do we got? All right. I, don't look at my screen here because you'll be able to see. Okay. Well. Things. All right. Um, so the first one is Family Matters. Okay. Episode title, it's beginning to look a lot like Urkel. And here's the description. When Laura tells Steve to get lost for breaking an expensive gift, her guardian angel decides to teach her a lesson and have her walk in Urkel's shoes for a change. Real or fake? That sounds real. I'm going to go with That's real. real. That's a wow. real episode. I've watched What's, it. What season is that from? I did not write it down, okay. but I think it's an <laughs> earlier one, um, I think. And if it was a later one, then Steve would like turn into a guardian angel in like a uh that's what his, i was uh, changing machine <laughs> yeah yeah so uh but no that's a real episode <laughs> all right all right so you're one for one okay okay next one home improvement oh Tooley night obsessed with having a better christmas light display than his neighbor doc johnson tim neglects holiday traditions with the family Wilson helps Tim learn the true meaning of Christmas as he takes him on a journey of tools past, present, and future. Of tools past, tools. present, yes. future? I don't, I, I was feeling like this was real and that I had seen this episode before up until you got the, to the tools past, present, and future part. So uh, I don't know what that would even mean. Um, well, like, uh, uh, you know, like the a, a printing hammer. press? Yeah, the print, sure. <laughs> The cotton gin? Uh-huh. Does he meet, Hammers? meet the ghost of Eli Whitney? <laughs> he might. Okay. I'm going to say that is false. That is it's false. Not real. He, he does often have a uh, rivalry with his neighbor, okay. Doc Johnson. That part, you know, is okay. true information about most of the Christmas episodes. You know, uh, so you're two for two. Home Improvement has one of my favorite moments, and this is a trope that none of the episodes that is we show Is it when he pushes this. Santa off the roof and then becomes Santa? Okay. Uh, no, it's... um. <laughs> What they would do in sitcoms a lot was they would have like a neighbor or another character. In this case, it's Wilson shows up at the uh, at the house and it's uh-huh. and he's Santa, but oh, it's so yeah. clear that it's Wilson. But then they also then see Santa flying through oh, the night sky. I can't sky. believe we didn't have any of those on our list. Yeah, I know. Year. Well, we tried there to pick so shows we really like, and and these were more of like cliche there, ones. There are shows that I like that do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, so that they yeah the 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 part of the gist of it is that. That wasn't really the neighbor. That was the actual Santa yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, so stupid. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's go to the next one. Okay. So you're two for two. Here's the third one. Okay. The King of Queens. Okay. Which, you know, we have the complete series on DVD. We do. I got it at a secret or a, a white elephant gift one year. Yeah. We got to watch these. I'm going to bust this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, this is the episode title for the King of Queens here. Arthur's Rockin' New Year's Eve. 
Doug and Carrie can't agree on how to spend New Year's Eve. Meanwhile, Arthur makes his way to Times Square to get revenge on Dick Clark for a decades-old transgression. <laughs> that sounds real. I'm going to go real. That's fake. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, it, let's write a spec Yeah, that sounds really good, let's, doesn't it? Let's do a revival of uh, King of Queens. <laughs> I think that sounds so good. Yeah. Uh, and my idea there was that, that perhaps that... Um, it has something to do with American Bandstand. Yeah. You know, maybe his girlfriend went on there and something happened, you know. They, they cut away from <laughs> from them when uh, they wanted to show off their dance yeah, moves something or something. Like yeah, I, I can see it happening. Sounds like a good episode. It does. I would yeah. watch that. All right. Two for three. All right. Next one. <laughs> this is Roseanne. Okay. All right. Episode title, White Trash Christmas. After receiving notice from the Neighborhood Association about not putting up uh, tacky Christmas decorations on their property, the Connors go all out for a white trash Christmas. Oh, that also sounds real and also similar to a lot of people in our neighborhoods uh, displays. Some people in our neighborhood listen to the they podcast. They do. I don't think they're the people that they are um, not. I'm, I'm thinking they of They might here live across the street from the people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to say real. That is real. Yes, okay. that is real. We should watch that. <laughs> we should. Uh, Roseanne's streaming on Amazon. We'll check that out. I don't know what season it is, but we can figure it out. All right, next one. That 70s Show. All right, episode title, That 70s Snow. In the description, Fez accidentally gets a job as a mall Santa as the rest of Point Place prepares for the great blizzard of 1978. Hmm. I don't remember this episode. And why would Fez be Santa? He's much too young. It was an accident. Oh, oh, it was an accident. Um, I'm going to say fake. (laughs) Yeah, it's fake. (laughs) Uh, Sounds good, though. It does. I like the idea that he accidentally becomes Santa. I do, do too. What did did they think he was going to be an elf? I think maybe he just miscommunicated uh, what he was doing at the mall. He didn't understand. There was was a language barrier. (laughs) Yeah. He probably didn't know what Santa was, perhaps. Okay. (laughs) Um, All right, last one. Uh, this is step by step. Okay, day by day. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> the fight before Christmas. Frank and Carol are arrested by a know-it-all Barney Fife type deputy on Christmas Eve when they are accused of being burglars. Oh, is it played by Don Knotts? Sure. Uh, I'm going to say true. It is true. And it is played by Don Knotts. Uh, <laughs> of course. I, I, I don't know why this one didn't make the list. I love Step by Step. It's a fantastic episode. Nothing better than get arrested on Christmas Eve as far as TV shows go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In real life. No, thanks. What about getting arrested on your wedding day? Like on uh, Full House, Uncle Jesse. Does he get arrested? I thought he just got lost or something. No, they, I forget what they did, but Were he ends speeding? up in jail. And- Maybe they were speeding. Maybe. Weren't they like skydiving? What am I, feel I like thinking? They were of? on the back of like a chicken truck at one point. I I'm thought not they sure. skydove into a chicken truck. I a know tr- je- a tomato truck. I know that Aunt Becky at one point has to go get them out of jail. Should we do wedding episodes sometime? Oh yeah, we should. Oh my gosh, oh, my gosh. maybe for guys. Dupree's. Should we do wedding episodes? <laughs> oh man. Oh. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. You got all of them except for one. That okay. Was the last. That was the so end. I win. You win. Yay! Yay! It's, it's a, a Christmas, Christmas miracle. miracle. We just said something at the same time. They do that on TV sometimes. Buy me a Coke. Okay. I didn't jinx you. Or you didn't jinx me. Jinx, buy me a Coke. Okay. (laughs) You know, before we finish up too, just, you know, kind of off the cuff here, what are some of your favorite Christmas episodes just in general or Christmas specials that didn't make the list? Like off the top of your head and you're like, oh, this is a good one. 
are you asking I'm me asking or are you. you asking them? Well, what I was actually well, just, they... <laughs> what I was thinking about is there's an episode of Growing Pains. Oh yeah, that I, which is that on I Amazon. Like, yeah, that's on Amazon. And I just know Jason Seaver, who Alan Thicke sings. Um, he's like putting up the Christmas tree and he's singing, oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree. You're standing perpendicularly because he's really like particular. <laughs> and I, I just kind of think that in my head whenever we're putting up a christmas tree so yeah. i like that episode kurt cameron's um, saving christmas by the way is streaming on like hulu is, or something yeah. another another <laughs> don't watch it <laughs> another older show that i like is um the brady bunch i think it's season one. Oh yeah the, we, you had that the on voice the other of day christmas i believe is what it's called and it's the one where carol brady gets laryngitis and loses her voice when she's supposed to sing in the church christmas pageant oh. Maybe yeah. they can get the church, like the pageant directors to go sing instead or something. Yeah, right, exactly. How about you? Uh, for me, I really love, and I came across this on YouTube today, the um, Garfield Christmas special. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but Garfield and Friends, like the Christmas special, it's, uh, I have it on DVD somewhere. They go to the John's parents' house for Christmas, mm -hmm. and uh, there's like a moment toward the end where... Garfield is like in the garage and he finds these old like love letters that uh, John's dad wrote to his mom. Mm -hmm. And I think his dad has died, I think. I can't remember. Um, oh. But that's what Garfield gives to the grandma as oh, a gift. Really and it's sad. It's, it's heartwarming. That would also make me cry. Mm. Oh. At one point, I think there's a quote too where Garfield says, whoever invented Christmas trees should be drug out into the street and shot. <laughs> That was like one of his catchphrases that you should be drug out into the street and shot. It just doesn't hold up as much anymore. No, ch children's shows have changed a lot over time. <laughs> so that's one for me, I think. Um, uh, speaking of yeah. animated series, one thing we thought about including but but ultimately didn't was um, the Rugrats Hanukkah episode. Oh, right, yeah. Um, which when we, at first I was thinking, oh, I remember that. Because honestly, the, the Rugrats is how I learned a lot about Jewish culture growing right? up. Right, yeah. Because I'm, I'm not Jewish and I, at Representation the time, didn't matters. know a whole lot of people who were. Mm -hmm. um, but the Rugrats were. Yeah. Um, and, or at least um, some of them. Some, the of, Pickles them, some of them were. Yeah. And so they had some really good episodes that I felt like taught you a little bit about Jewish culture. Um, there is a Hanukkah episode, but actually when I went back and looked... Um, the episode I was thinking of was a Passover episode, oh. which is which is a different one. And I the Santa experience one. though is a good Christmas episode. That it, and it is just yeah. kind of a straight up Christmas episode. Yeah. So there are some good holiday episodes of the Rugrats, both um, Christian ones and uh, Jewish ones. Yeah. Yeah. I was also watching the California Raisins singing some songs earlier too when you came home uh, from the grocery store singing some Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer too, which is fun. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. I also like all those claymation one things. I don't. Stop motion I don't animation. like the claymation ones. Oh, they're fun. <laughs> well, look, uh, it's been quite a year. Mm -hmm. in, in, in sure a, has. You know, we've been podcasting. We got 30 episodes here. Fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Uh, a big shout out to everybody who's listening. If, if you have listened to any or all of our episodes, thank you so much. Yeah, thank we're, you. We're we just really a couple of people it. just doing this for fun. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to be back. Uh, I don't know if we're going to come back in about a week or a few weeks with a another bonus episode, if you mm -hmm. will, um, where we're going to be talking about our 10 
each each of us our mm-hmm. ten favorite shows of 2019. Yeah, and there are some good ones on there. I've been seeing some lists that are out there, and I'll tell you, my list is a lot different than what's out there. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna get so something different fine. from us. We've got a specific kind of taste, I think. Yeah. Which, if you <laughs> like the shows that we've covered, I think you will like these shows and maybe discover some new stuff that you yeah. haven't haven't heard of before. And if you don't like the shows that we've been doing, you can then hate. Why are you, you can listening? Hate listen, yeah, what do you which hate is also listening? fun. Yeah, but don't give us bad reviews though. <laughs> yeah, don't uh, give like us some bad people reviews. have. Um, give us a five star review on yeah. on itunes or apple podcast or, or whatever the heck on. it's called or just move on well or to the five-star review would be nice but don't yeah. give a, a two-star review and and say they don't like your screechy voice um yeah, which is screechy hurtful. because of cancer <laughs> because of cancer also but at this particular moment also because i have a cold yes so. and you're powering through it <laughs> thank you yeah well, you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome uh but anyway yeah if you uh you know if you want to follow us on uh facebook at you me and tv on twitter at you me and tv pod on instagram at you me and tv podcast and like i said before subscribe give us a five-star review on apple Podcasts. i hope everybody has a uh a great Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, all those things. Mm-hmm. I think this yeah, is like the first day of happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays, too, or something. guys. Yeah. It's a happy holidays, Whatever a happy new year. Enjoy it. And um, and we'll be back soon with our top 10 of 2019. And uh, we'll be back with our original uh, episodes. We're breaking down first episodes of TV shows mm-hmm. um, sometime in the coming months here. So thanks for checking us out. This has been so much fun. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. And uh, bye. Oh, bye.